0: Hallelujah. We are in the third sermon of this series. Amen. The three pillars of the believer. Amen. Three essential spiritual elements to a fulfilled life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to the scriptures. Amen. Amen. To the booth where I want to start off at is verse four. First Corinthians. Chapter 13, verse four. And it reads as such Love endures long, is patient and kind. Love never envious nor bulls over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. Hallelujah. It is not conceited, air inflate inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmatterly, does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. For it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful it takes no account of evil done to it it pays no attention to a suffered wrong woe it does not rejoice at injustice or unrighteousness but it rejoices with right when right and truth prevail love bears up under anything and everything that comes it, even ready to believe the best of every person. It hopes are faithless under all circumstances. It endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end for prophecy, the gift of interpreting divine will and purpose. It will be fulfilled and pass away. As for tongues, they will be destroyed and ceased. For knowledge, it will pass away. It will lose its values, be superseded by truth. Hallelujah. For our knowledge is fragmentary, is incomplete, is imperfect. Our prophecy, our teaching are in fragmentary. they incomplete, imperfect. But when the complete, the perfect totally calms, the the incomplete, the imperfect will vanish away, become antiquated, void, and superseded. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. Now I have become a man. I've done away with childish ways and put them aside. He says, for now, we look in a mirror that gives only a dim blur reflection of reality as a riddle, an enigma. But then, when the perfection comes, when God has completed everything, we shall see in reality face to face. Now, I know in part imperfectly. Then I shall know and understand fully and clearly, even in the same manner as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God. He said, So faith. Hope and love abide. Faith, the conviction of belief, of, re- of, of, of respecting God, man's relationship to God and divine things. Hope, joyful, confident, a expectation of eternal salvation in the things that are internal. Love, true affection of God and man growing out of God's love in us. These three, but the greatest. Of these is love. Hallelujah, Father. Even now, pour out, pour out, oh, pour out of your Spirit. Speak to us. Minister to us. Meet us where we are. Lord, preach through me. You preach for your glory, for your name's sake. That we may see your will and your purpose, see you, see Christ more clearly. Lord, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have been following us, we've been talking about chasing or our building our lives on that which is eternal. That which can keep us In the midst of the storm. We we, we have been talking about that Satan deceived us. When he deceived Adam and Eve in the garden, he took away their foundation. He made it seem like that they did not need God to be their source of everything. he, he, He made them empty on the inside. I know that some of us are wondering why the world is the way it is. It's because we have empty people trying to find worldly things to feel what only God can feel. Racism, hatred, all the stuff that is going on. It's it's people, it's mankind groping in darkness because they don't see the light. Jesus says in John chapter 1, he said that that I'm the light. I have come into the world that I may and they refuse me. They receive me not. He said, you're in darkness and I am the only light for your life, but you won't listen. All of us are in different degrees of light. Hallelujah. With us that are saved, The light has been turned on, but it's a dimmer. (laughs) Just because you say don't mean you see fully. As we grow in Christ, the light begins to get brighter and brighter, and you can begin to distinguish what is deception and what is the truth. John chapter 8. Jesus says to the Pharisees, he says, he says, he says, he talked about the truth to set you free. Free from what? From darkness. Free from lies. Free from chasing the wrong things. Years ago, my nephew called me up. He was about 12 years old. And he asked me a question that really, all of us are searching for. Let me explain. He said, "Uncle Tracy, what is the purpose of life anyway? Why am I here? Why is all? What is all this about?" That is a fundamental question of life, and according how you answer it it will direct you for the rest of your life yes, sir. when you when you don't have a purpose when you don't know why you was created when you don't believe in a creator you you just fall for anything you are groping in darkness as christians even though we're saved if you don't know your purpose in christ if, if you don't realize that he is your life If you don't realize that you live for him and not yourself, then then you are partially his deal. You're not really seeing clearly. If we're not chasing him, then we only see him partially. And the truth of the matter is, God desperately wants to turn the light on. He desperately wants you to know he made you for himself. God desperately wants you to understand that the foundation of our lives ought to be built on three pillars: faith, hope and love. And what He says is, is that when you understand faith and faith means trust in Him, trust in His word. Trusting his principle, understanding that he loves you to a degree, that God will guide your steps. God will make a way out of nowhere. He wants the best for you, that he will lead you through the darkness. My brother says, Paul, Paul, Paul starts with the church of course because they were saved, they were saints, but they still was groping in darkness. Yes. They were still using elementary things, even the gifts of God, to find significance, to find importance. That's what church fights is about. That's people trying to find themselves, trying to put their foot on somebody else to lift themselves higher. (laughs) Whenever we are doing something and the basis of it is not love, we are still using worldly elements to to find significance, worth, and purpose with our needs that God fulfills. When, when, When you place your faith in God, God will begin to work on you. When you begin to understand that the word said that you're chosen. That you're elected. That you're loved. You're his beloved. He adopted you and in the adoption he placed his spiritual DNA in you that that, that you can be like him. You can love like him because he has placed himself in you so you can walk in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's something about God that changes things. Did a eulogy on yesterday uh, one of our deacons here at the church who 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 grandma raised him. And I know there's another man who grandma raised him. They, they're about at the same age. Here, 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 Deke, he was just a faithful deacon that loved God. You should have heard this man pray. He would set you on fire by his prayer. In fact, it felt like holy ground when he prayed. Because through the teaching of his grandmother, he came to the place of realizing that Jesus was everything. So prayer became home for him. He would go down on his knees and pray. And, and when he prayed, it felt like you was, you, was, you, was, you was really listening in on a personal, intimate relationship between him and God. This other guy, no, he grew up in church, but he don't believe. He don't believe. And listen, the seeds that was planted didn't bear any fruit in the later guy's life. My question to you, are you allowing the seeds of faith to grow and structure your life. Are, are you allowing. Are we allowing God. To, to, to push us to the next level of love. Are we allowing God. To do what he want to do. So that he can show us. More light. More light. The choir sung song. And, 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 and it's really one of the verses. I was looking at. About about, about Foundations. All of us are building our lives on foundations. And whatever your foundation of life is, it better be able to hold you. Matthew chapter 7. He talks about, in this chapter, he talks about fruit, and he talks about foundations. And he talks about that, that, that if I plant some seeds in you, the seas should bear fruit. Hallelujah. Then he comes back after that and says, then there's a foundation that my words is what you should build your life on. And if you build your life on anything else but what I'm saying to you, he says, not if the storm comes. He says, when the storm comes. I think we're in the storm i think with the pandemic and the racism and all the other i think we're in the storm hallelujah but my, my question is, is how are you holding up what are you basing your faith on? did you know that god knew this was gonna happen before it happened matter of fact jesus and matthew 24 he says this he said in the in the end of times Nations shall rise against nation. And if you look in the Greek, it says ethnic group, cultures, color. 2,000 years ago, he foretells what we're seeing today. Hallelujah. So, so, so don't tell me the word is not true. Don't tell me God has not made provision for what he already knew was going to happen. Somebody would say, well, why don't he stop it? Well, well, the problem is we won't let him. We have chosen to do life our own way. And when we choose to do life our own way, God say, I guess you don't want me to guide you then. Listen, as long as we got the steering wheel to our lives, God will allow us to direct the way we're going. That's what the garden was about. That's what Satan did in Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 2, God was in control and everything was perfect. But when Satan deceived them to make them think that God was holding out on them and they took control, all hell broke loose. All hell broke loose. Look what it says. And when a woman saw the tree was good, suitable, present for food, and that it was delightful to look at, a tree to be desired. You know, she's saying, I'm going to step out of what God has ordered, and I'm going to do it my way. I got a question for you. All of us have done this. All of us thought we knew better than God. I'm I'm trying to bring myself and order myself after the word of God. Because through many hardships, many trials, many cuts, many bruises, I have learned that my way don't work. And I, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying faith, faith is hard. But if you trust him, God is faithful to do exactly what he said he's going to do. I don't know about you, but I, I, I got some expectations on the table. My, my faith has some expectations that, that I, I've been trusting God at his precepts at his word but I got some promises that God has given me in my heart and guess what, it keeps me in alignment cause I have an expectation which is a a hope that God gonna do exactly what he said he's gonna do. So, 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 when you got some expectation you can't act anyway. When you got expectation you can't do anything. Why? Because it's like planting the seed and you're watering the seed. Because you know, if God doesn't bring it to pass, it won't come to pass. But God is in the blessing business. Even with all the craziness around us, you keep your feet planted on the promises of God. And you will endure... You will even strive in the midst of the storm. That's how good he is. That's, that's what he does for his children. That's what he does. Listen, I hear people say all the time that, that yeah, I know some church folks and, and they doing everything, but Matthew 7, verse 21 says this. He says, Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, She'll enter the kingdom of heaven. You know what he's saying? Everyone who acts like they know him really don't know him. He said, but he, 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 he who does the will of my father, many will say in that day of judgment, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out demons in your name? Have we not done many miracles in there? You know. You know. This is this is amazing. He never says they didn't. He never says that they didn't do work. But what he says is this: He says, "Depart from me, for you never. I never knew you. You wasn't mine. You never accepted me." You never had a change of heart you was doing religion and what i want is relationship you you was trying to walk your way into heaven when you need to be covered by the blood you, you was trying to offer up to me what was in your hand and i was trying to give you what was in my hand you 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 was doing it your way didn't think you needed a savior because you thought you were saving yourself he said so you never accepted me you never knew me I never knew you we never had relationship because you didn't understand you was in need of a redeemer I want to say to you today do you know him Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Faith is that we have placed our faith in him, that that he is more than enough to save us. Then then you move on from that. Say, Lord, I I, I, I need to give my life to you. I want you to direct me. I want you to lead me. Because, Lord, I can't do this by myself. I need you. Hallelujah. Psalm psalmist says, David, right in the top, he says, seek my face. The Lord wants us to seek his faith every single day. Lean not unto your own understandings, but in all of our ways, acknowledge, surrender, determine that he is God and God all by himself. Look what it says. He says, therefore, those who hear these saying of mine." Jesus said, it's my saying, not somebody else saying. Don't go by anybody else. He said, I am Christ. I made you. I know you. I made you for myself. I made the foundations of the world. All life is in Christ Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Not a way, not a truth, not a life. He is thee, which means that there is no other. Hallelujah. And he's talking about not just to save you, but to bless you in your living as you trust his precepts, as you trust his word. Listen, your faith has to be tested to see if it's real faith. Some of us just want just to be left alone. Let me do what I want to do. I don't know why I got to go through any storms. Wait a minute. How do you know your faith is real unless it can go through the fire? He is purifying you and me in the fires of life that at the end of the day, what we have done is place our faith and our hope in him and know that he loves us. When we bring anything else in that calculation what happens if that is taken away because what he's saying the things that won't be taken away is faith uh future expectation and his love what's well, this and if you can stand on that you are standing on the solid rock he says. he said i liken a man who, who builds, who hear my saying, and does, the, not just hear. There's a lot of people just hearing. But he says, I want you to follow me. I want you to lean on me. I want you to totally depend on me. As you move forward in life, as you give me your life, watch and see what I would do. I will liken him unto a wise man who builds his house on a rock. That's a solid foundation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, and the rains, not if they descend, but the rains descend and the floods come. That's life. We We are living in a fallen world with fallen people with a Follow the devil that hates you and I. Can't stand the fact that God loves us. Can't stand the fact that you are willing to trust God. So, so what the devil's going to do, he's going to throw everything he has at you. But thanks be to God, the Lord Jesus Christ has given us everything we need to stand. He will be a rock and of you. He said, if you trust me at my word, if you trust my character, if you trust who I am, he said, now you're standing on the rock So when the devil comes like a flood, I will rise up a standard to keep you in the midst of the flood. He said, I am your rock. He said, the winds will blow. It will beat on the house. It will beat on the things that you say you trust in. It will beat on your faith. He said, but don't be troubled because you have been built on a foundation that cannot be moved. Hallelujah. Listen, the devil can't move Jesus. And if you are in his hands, he can't move you either.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Listen, listen, I know I'm talking to people that, that know what I'm talking about. All hell has taken place in your life. And you have discovered that Jesus is sufficient to keep you, to hold you, to mold you. You know for yourself, you got some testimonies of what you've been through. People will look at you and wonder why you haven't lost your mind. But the reason you haven't lost your mind is that he held you. He rocked you to sleep. He made a way out of nowhere. He touched and healed you. He brought you through many tall danger. Seen and unseen, but it was Jesus that kept you, and you know for yourself that nobody kept you but Him. Our God is an awesome God. So I'm saying to somebody today, just just hold on to Jesus. Don't let go. Know that He got you. What I am discovering that there are degrees of lights. There's degree of seeing. There are degrees of knowing. Second Corinthians chapter 3, beginning in verse, ah, let's say beginning in verse 10. Here, Paul is writing to the core of church and he takes us back to Moses and here he's talking about Seeing the light coming on. And he's talking about that we who who are the Lord Jesus Christ, the veil that Satan has over the rest of the world, our veil has been removed. He said that we continue to behold in the word of God like a mirror, the glory of the Lord. He said, you see Jesus. You see him. You see that he's the Savior. You see that he is everything he, he says. He said, but, but wait a minute. He says, through a mirror. And what he's really talking about is this he said, that, that you don't see it completely yet, but at least you see some. Now, says, He this. He said, as we keep looking, even through the storm, even through our tears, even through our trouble. He says, what trouble does is if you keep on looking. Y'all got me? Stay with me. What trouble does is make you look more intently. Focus. See, when you recognize that at the end of the day, all you got is him where friends and family have let you down, where, where folks you thought you could yeah. trust, ain't all that. <laughs> See, because they, they got problems too. They just like you. You up know, with jobs that you thought yeah. were secure. Turn around and let you go, and you was working harder than everybody else. Listen, you can't place your faith in politics. You can't place your faith in in things. Why, because the very thing that you think you got faith in, when the rain comes, when the storm comes, it would be washed away. But if you keep on looking more intensely, I'm gonna tell somebody, today, don't lose your mind. Today, don't go crazy. Today, don't let fear take you away. Look at Jesus. Quit watching all that mess on TV. Quit watching all that epidemic and politics. Turn to the word of God and say, Lord, you're my faith. You're my hope. I know you love me. I know you got me. He says, then you will start to see from one level of glory to the next level. Know what he's saying? He'll start turning the light a little bit brighter. I got a question. Do you see him more clearly today than you did at the beginning of the year? Do you recognize nobody but Jesus? Nobody but him. He says, he says, so watch this. So, so so if Satan turned up the heat. You keep looking and praising and praying and trusting God. At the end of the day, I'm trusting him. I got his word. I got his promise. I know how far he brought me. He brought me through many trials and tribulations. If he kept me through all of that, I know, I know he's able to keep me right now and I don't place all my future in his hands. I know he's real. I know he's God. I know he's my life. I know he's my rock. I know he's my foundation. So my faith and hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his sacrifice. So today, I'm standing in his love I know he loves us. I know he got us. He's just that good. Do you see it? The devil's trying to shake you off of him. But you gotta make up your mind. No matter what comes, no matter what happens. I'm placing my faith and my hope and my love in Jesus. And I know that will carry me to the other side. It brought me this far, and He has never felt me. So I know He's going to carry me to the other side. It's Him. Is him. He created you for himself. And he's called us back to himself. His name is Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Demon tremble at the name of Jesus. Hell shakes at the name of Jesus. The grave opened up and he got up at the name of jesus if you call on him i promise you he will meet you where you are and begin to take you where he wants you to be touch lord i'm asking god to touch you just ask jesus in your heart and he will come in he said you confess him with your mouth and believe In your heart, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins. He took your punishment and he rose again. He died for your past, present, and future sins. Because he loves you. There is no love like his love. The number 513-451-31. If you call it, somebody will return a phone call. They will pray with you. One of the ministers will pray with you. They will talk with you. They will let you know that he loves you. In the storm, through the mess, with all of our failures, he loves you. Receive him today. Draw closer to him today. And if you already know him, look at him. Follow him. Keep your eyes beholding him so he can turn on the light. God bless you. God keep you. We're praying for you. The praise team's gonna come back. Come back next week. Tell somebody that we're lifting up Jesus.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Glory to his name. Come check it up